Is this heaven? No, it's a podcast. Welcome to the Field of Geeks podcast. Geeks episode 152. I'm Josh. I'm Mitch. I'm Juan. And I'm Paul. Paul has joined <laughs> us. He's a friend of the show, a friend of mine, and uh, we just recorded a Super Unknown, which is going to be amazing when we release that episode. Could have gone on forever, but yeah, I think uh, him and Juan have a good future in podcasting, and I'm happy to uh, produce that journey, if you will. Yeah, Juan's got another show, The Power of Knowledge, which uh, has been on a hiatus, um, contract negotiations, I think, disputes. Um, yeah. Mostly Juan's winning because he's very strong. Yeah, yeah. I wanted some money, and he said, no, you do sure. it for free. And he hit me. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, I- I'm afraid you won. Anyway. Don't have my people talk to your people. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> you are you put yourself on mute. Inside joke. Um, so, yeah, we got... <laughs> I did. We got a quite, quite a bit of topics to talk about today. We're going to be talking uh, Boba Fett news, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, uh, Demolition Man 2, from athletes to movie stars will be our main topic, and then we'll do checkout at the end. So, uh, everyone, uh, thanks for being on. This is going to be fun. I hope yes, to uh, be in the same room with all of you soon. I certainly bought the chairs for the comfort, so I'd like to use those as much as possible. Well, everyone's contributed to those, of course. Um, trying to get the studio looking nicer and nicer, and eventually we'll get into video. So, um, yeah, with that said, let's get started. This was um, not surprising to me. I don't know if a lot of you are uh, who've seen Mandalorian on Disney+. Plus. Round yes, of- I yep. hear good things. I've seen it. I'm game. It's just... I have this thing with Star Wars. It's not as cool as Star Trek. That is that long. what you're saying? Because uh, I'll agree with you there. I, it's just it. It didn't stick with me. Which one? It just like didn't st- overall, overall, really? The whole concept. I want to like it. It makes sense that I should like it. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't stick. I think it went too light. I want to know more about the Sith Lords. Oh yeah, not yeah. enough on that. Well, I, there is a lot. I guess you got to dig for that stuff. Fan fiction, and unfortunately, you do, and, and until they make the movies, hopefully they will. It's Disney, so they probably don't want to go too dark. You know, they want to sugarcoat it. You know, have Mickey Mouse come out now. It's Disney laugh or something. Yeah. But, oh yeah. Right. But, but then yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. Well, they had the Ewok movies. Episode you didn't see those? three, I really enjoyed. Like Darth Vader coming in. Oh, play. sure, sure. The red eyes. Yeah, that was a cool touch. That was a cool touch. Well, I don't want to oh, give. I love that. This is a minor spoiler one, but uh, basically, you're uh, good. You're good. Uh, the Mandalorian teased Boba Fett's return. I thought uh, there was this mysterious figure who was who appeared in an episode. He didn't see. I think he just saw him kneel or something, <clears throat> and so I I thought it was him. And I think that's the. I think that's true. They're saying, unless they're going to say that's someone else, of course. But I would go to that uh, uh, assumption there. Uh, of course, Boba Fett perished, or is to believe to be perished in um, Return of the Jedi. Uh, he fell into a, a Sarlacc pit, and I guess you 
you get digested for hundreds of years. So maybe he uh, cracked that mortality code. I don't know. But um, he uh, fan fiction over the years have they've depicted him coming out of that pit and surviving. So it seems a lot of people like that concept. And presumably that's how he's going to be thrown into season two of The Mandalorian. So the actor who played Jango Fett in Attack of the Clones, uh, I'll probably butcher this name, Tamura Morrison. He's a good character actor. He was in Aquaman. He played his father. He was uh, in Attack of the Clones. He played uh, Jango Fett, which is Boba Fett's father. Uh, Boba Fett is actually a clone of Jango. He's an altered clone. You know, they use Jango to clone the whole clone army. And, of course, Jango met his defeat uh, with Mace Windu. Got his head cut off, so... He could come back from that, though. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, walk it off. You, you, you could, he could. It's a possibility. Right. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I kind of, I kind of want the Mandalorian to be a different person. I don't know that I want. You know, I, I don't mind. I, it's cool if Jango Fest shows up. I just, I don't know. I don't. You know. Oh, I don't you know mean? If I want him you to mean, be the same. You mean you want the Mandalorian to have center stage? You're saying instead of having Boba Fett come into play too. No, he can come in, but uh, but didn't you just say that 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 would be um, that that he would be revealed to be uh, Jango Fett or 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 Boba oh, Fett or did I mishear that? Uh, he, yeah, like he's not the Mandalorian. He's he's like the another character, so he would enter Boba Fett. Oh, okay. he, he played Jango Fett, and because in the in the in the movie Boba is a cl- clone of him, they're using the same actor to now play Boba Fett. So he's coming sure, in sure, to sure. play that, which I think makes sense. He's a little older, but I guess, um, I don't know, uh, I, maybe the Psylocke pit uh, messed him up a little bit and the, and the, you know, wrinkles and all that. But I, I mean, I think it's a, I think it's a cool idea. It gives him work, you know, and he's already, I think he's a fan favorite, you know, say what you will about Attack of the Clones. That was kind of a cool part of it, I thought. Um, but yeah, uh, this yeah, is. Yeah, I a, would agree. I think it makes sense. I I think it'll be fun to to have you know um some characters from you know that we're already familiar with come come into play i mean obviously baby yoda everybody knows that right. you know uh there's uh you know uh that's you know certainly everyone's uh, a lot of people's favorite but you know yeah, yeah i think that that's cool um yeah it makes sense to use the to use him even though he's older now um he's got a great voice he still has shared his likeness with um other projects especially like video game projects so he's voice he's got on the voice jenga uh jango and boba and those and the stormtroopers of course the first ones so but yeah this will be a cool i mean this season two sounds like it's gonna be chuck full of so much more things i don't know if the episode um order is higher or not but yeah, I, I'm I'm excited about it. I think it'd be pretty cool, and yeah, that character. Do we know exactly? Do we know exactly when this uh, this whole series takes place? Is it in the middle of? It's after Return of like, Jedi. Three, after Return of Jedi. Yeah, it's like uh, yeah, I think it's like right after the fall, basically. So, okay. yeah, so like the original trilogy, well, not the original, you know, the prequel trilogy, that's 20 years before the original trilogy. So Boba right. Fett's there. He's He was like, maybe he was like 12 in the prequel trilogy. And then there was a time jump yeah. to the third one. So he was like maybe 17, add the 20. So yeah, like 30. I guess, I guess you'd match up a little bit with age, a little bit, probably a little bit so older. So I'm confused. 
I'm confused then because then so who's who's Baby Yoda then? I just kind of did the timeline. I assumed the timeline based on Baby Yoda. So oh yeah right. yeah no yeah see that that's the a lot of people think that's Yoda. It's not. It's just like they don't know his species, so they just called him Baby Yoda basically. And maybe he is an offspring of Yoda. That has to yet to be yeah. That's uh, what I was told. Answered. A yeah. friend of mine who's a big Star Wars yeah. print, uh, fan fanatic was telling me that's actually possibly Yoda's child. And he, that, he can and do that, all those things. And, and that Yoda is supposed to be fifty years old. By the way, that baby is supposed to be fifty years old. What is what I was told. Really? Well, I guess he can walk and stuff. That's how long. What? That's how long it takes for that species to develop. I guess. Dang. Well, I guess Yoda was pretty. This is old the information himself. I got from a friend. No, but yeah, that's right. that makes sense. He got up to eight hundred, didn't he? But I can see that confusion because yeah. Everyone's saying Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda, and that's like an easy way to like uh, identify that character. But yeah, it's not actually Yoda, and I think that's kind but of. But it's also because I don't know anybody else in the thing, right? So it's like you look, look yeah. around, it's so you're like, like you know looking for landmarks, and it's like right, I don't know right. anybody else. So I'm assuming that this is way ago. And I so, get yeah, that. So then, do I? Do we assume that this whole species just gets the Force, or? Do we then assume that he's related to Yoda and that's why he has the force? I don't I also don't know how I feel about the about the whole lineage about the whole lineage thing. Yeah, it's um, there's so much know. uncertainty in the you know, so many unanswered things, I think, and like the whole force ghost thing, like you know, either tackle yeah. that or don't. Because it seems like they shy away from it too much. It's like especially when Yoda well, could summon lightning and you know, all these new concepts. That's the sun. Or his child, I should say. I don't know if that's a male or because it seems to be the force seems to pass through your bloodline. Right, right. So that might be, or maybe like the, the species. Yeah, or the species so itself. That's is just his powerful. son, and so if that's his son, then he had that kid when he was like what nine hundred fifty. Like, how does this he math didn't, work out? He didn't pay child here. support. Well, you. So maybe Yoda passed away fifty years prior to. I mean, no, he just passed away. Actually, this is right after Return of Jedi. He dies in Return of Jedi, but he's very old. Well, I mean, he could have had a child while he was still alive. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know right. the time. Right. I'm getting secondhand information. I'm not the guy who knows enough about Star right, Wars. Right. Right. He went to like the Vegas version of what's in Star Wars and had a good time, and then came back to his hut, and he maybe didn't, <laughs> maybe didn't know about his child. I don't know. <laughs> Yoda got it on. Wasn't to say that he does like some sort of Professor X thing, and then like, <laughs> or Groot? Oh, he, like Groot, and he just recreates oh, himself. Oh yeah, when he died, he like appeared again. Hmm. Yeah, like he reincarnates. That could be. Yeah, I was starting Ooh. to think maybe something along those lines. Just as we were talking about it, like, yeah, could it be some sort of yeah, like a like um, you know some sort of you know reincarnation um right. but then he does do the, the 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 force ghost thing so are you allowed to do force ghost and reincarnate yeah see that's starts to get up there are so many cool questions to answer and i think creatively they haven't really done it maybe in fan fiction but like i said i don't read books i like to read books but i like the idea <laughs> i like the idea so i gotta have the movie that's what i'm saying i need the movie i need the movie <laughs> Star Wars you don't read books, but you enjoy reading books. I like the idea. Don't get me wrong. I want to be in like a Victorian era uh, study, you know, with a pipe, like and a, a high chair. Yeah, but I don't want to do the work. You know what I'm saying? I want to look the part <laughs> like a model, right? I mean, I want to do the work, but my brain just won't let me do it. So I'm oh, like, 
That's awesome. I know, right? That's right. Yeah, that's how I do that it. That sounds like me in high school. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> I did. I did go to Valley, so I guess that explains some. I don't know. Mitch could maybe relate to that. I don't know, but uh, I went to Roosevelt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. For two years. Oh, for two years. <laughs> you were that well, advanced. I'm originally from St. Louis. Oh, I see. I was originally, I'm originally from St. Louis, so my first two years is ah, school called McClure. Nice, nice. So, yeah. We're all here in Iowa now. This is fantastic. Representing. Yeah. But representing. Yeah. yeah, I'm from Syracuse, so I went to school far away. <laughs> That's so awesome. Upstate New yep. York. Upstate New York. So this next season is coming out in October. I'm excited about it. Hopefully they're able to still get it to us because of what's going on right now uh i'm excited about boba fett knowing more about baby yoda i almost don't want it to be a son because i would make the universe really small i think but it's the same species mm-hmm. so it's kind of like a given i guess have you um, ever really gotten a name for that species of yoda uh, i mean has i think in, never made a name for it again in the books i think they have in the comics and all that stuff i just yeah like i said i need okay. the cliff notes to all these things um a database if you will <laughs> Just search yeah. it up. Carl Weathers, of all people, um, not to say he's not talented. Yeah, I saw him. He's going to direct. Yeah, he's going to direct an episode. So they've already announced directors, oh, cool. and uh, a few others have come back. So that's what's cool about the show. Yeah, he is, was great. Man. Yeah, he was. He was. I was happy to see him. Fantastic. Yeah, he's getting. Maybe like, we can get him in Creed three. Uh, that's going to be really hard. <laughs> that's going to be getting into like zombie territory, or they might be dumb Dude, enough to say the, they could do the oh, youth machine you know, and like. He didn't really die. He you know what they're going to do? He faked his Apollo death. Went on ice. He was a CIA yeah. agent, double agent, and he faked his death. They will do that, won't they? God dang it. They're going to do that. The death of Drago. Crap. He's like John Wick <laughs> now, and yeah. No kidding. He's no. The ghost or a clone brother. A clone brother. There you go. A clone bro- brother. Just give another Greek god name to it. Uh, Zeus or something. You, you know what movie did do that for real was... Uh... Sorry to get you guys off track, but beer that's fest. what we do. Yes. Oh, beer like fest. the guy dies, and then his twin brother shows up and picks up the pieces of twice. His twin brother comes out of where he's like, "I've been drinking." It's always that trope, isn't it? The the twin brother, the evil brother, the evil twin brother faked his death. He might be onto something because oh, he's gonna have a resurgence. I mean, he he is now with acting, and if directing uh, is. Pulled off well, you know, who knows? Maybe he'll be directing Creed 3, so he's got to be in it then. Maybe a flashback or something. But, yeah, yeah. he hasn't well, aged too that, much. That de-aging, they got that de-aging program <laughs> is what I was thinking. That's going to be they like a $300 million dollar budget for Creed 3 to de-age him, probably. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> not. Marvel movies. I mean, I would think it's not that difficult. I mean, Rocky is a huge franchise. It is a huge a franchise. franchise. It is a huge franchise. Rocky Creed. Yes. It's on the same umbrella. So Absolutely. I would say, like, they could degenerate something, Absolutely. like, to put him back in that time period before he was, you know, <laughs> before he passed away and conversation he had with Is there a with is, is there a prequel trilogy of Rocky we need? Could be. <laughs> with lightsabers and stuff? That'd be cool. Oh, um. I like that. With Baby Yoda. <laughs> in the it's like, why, of Creed and why are all these elements in this film about fighting? I don't understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dis- Disney that. owns it. That's why. Disney owns it, but yeah. Uh, moving on, uh, uh, Miles, a Spider-Man fan Go film. Disney. Did you guys check this uh, trailer out? 
it was actually pretty good. I was impressed. Yeah, it's uh, it's a uh, friend of the show, filmmaker Terrell Christie. He's award-winning filmmaker. He just um, keeps cranking them out, man. They're so good. They're just these, you know, short films he's doing. But he's got. Where does he live? West Des Moines. <laughs> really, really, of all places. Iowa grown. Represent. If you go to his channel, he actually his film company is called Lost Utopia Films. Check out his YouTube channel. He did this short called uh, Flava, I think it's called. And it's really, really good in the deep message, I think. What's awesome is he films around downtown Des Moines. And this Flava took place in the future a little bit. So he was able to put like holograms in. You still see the elements of downtown Des Moines, but it's like Blade Runner-like, sort of. It's super oh, cool. Weird. You know, this is a passion project. I think, you know, each one of them is a passion project, but he loves the character of Miles, Miles Morales, and he's been working really hard on this for a long time. And they have a social media account, and you can reach him on YouTube through uh, Lost Utopia Films. But, yeah, it's uh, he loves this, he loves the Tobey Maguire era of Spider-Man films, and that's what this is set in. So it's kind of a cool little um, a love letter to that, if you will. He, he's my favorite spider. Just on and on. Tobey Maguire? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, he's kind of everyone's first he's, on he's screen. So makes a little sense there. Yeah. I just didn't like when he cried. His faces are just kind of goofy. That's how <laughs> that's how much of a dick I am about it, but Andrew Garfield, he did a pretty good job. He had the best Uncle Ben, man. So he had yeah, True, man. true. Yeah, cuz Well, Martin Sheen wasn't too bad, I didn't think, but you knew he was going to die and it just felt so forced. He's like, "Oh, I got to go for this gun." Boom. All right, I'm dead. Here you go. Go go on and become Spider-Man and you know, we've already seen this tale, you know. And I think it's it's cool about the Marvel films is you you don't see that even though I would like them to mention mm -hmm. Uncle Ben, but they didn't do it again. You know, they didn't do in the origin tale again. I we don't we don't need it right now, I think again. And yeah, it was done. Yeah, they made Aunt May hot. They made Aunt May hot. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> oh my god. The first time young men had fantasies about Aunt May. Right. <laughs> Well, and there's yeah, probably there's Aunt probably May other men who had okay. fantasies about the other Aunt May. They just don't want to come out and admit to it. But um. well, to each his own. <laughs> to each his own. It's a Judge Freeman. It's a Judge Free Zone. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Welcome. Yes. If you like Gray Aunt May, like Super Gray Aunt May, <laughs> like Aunt 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 May. Right. Well, power to you, brother. Right. The the OG sister. The OG Aunt May. The OG Aunt May. Generation one. There you go. That's how we say it. Um. But yeah, whatever I, you're looking for. But yeah, this film looks it looks great. He really has mastered effects very well, and I know he's filmed in Des Moines for some of the um, close-up shots. You know, because it takes place in New York, trying to mask Des Moines into that setting. There's an awesome still. He's sh uh, if you follow him, Terrell Christie is his name. If you follow him or Lost Utopia Films, you'll see like behind-the-scenes photos of like where they're shooting, where where they've shot. They have rap shooting, so he's just doing the post on it right now. But there's an awesome image. They're on a building across from the Traveler sign downtown, which I love that sign so much. I mean, it's iconic, but it's a beautiful shot. I just can't wait to see what he's going to do with it. But, yeah, so happy uh, for him, and I think this is going to be very successful. And, yeah, we're, we're planning to have him come on uh, as it gets close to release or after it's released to talk about it and – He's super cool, dude. He's been on the show before, so yeah, big shout out to him. Uh, congratulations! It's uh, 
Yeah, I think it's great. It looks to me, it looks expensive. I don't know what you guys thought, but it looked really good. I mean, it kind of looked yeah, like good. a legit film, right? Um, I mean, you you didn't even know it was like a. You probably thought it was the almost like a at Marvel. The end yeah, was impressive. Yep. I didn't think like you could pull that off. Right. But yeah, it looked pretty good. The actor, another person you got to introduce me to, Josh. Oh, absolutely, yeah, of course. Yeah. That's all I do, guys. I introduce people, and I'm a matchmaker, you know. And uh, <laughs> that's my legacy. Aww. That's my legacy. Anyway, <laughs> excuse me, I gotta wipe these tears. Um, my hero. Yeah. So the actor playing Miles is basically his Robert De Niro to his uh, Scorsese. Uh, he's been in every film he's done, I believe, okay. and he's even done this really cool Martian film. He's super creative, so yeah, I'm anxious for you guys to see his work, and I'm anxious for his future. I I hope he can stay in Iowa. Uh, I think that's his goal is to kind of just you know put a spotlight on Iowa. Like, hey, we have all these creative avenues we can show the world. You know, you don't have to go to Hollywood. I got a lot of projects I could do. That guy. Well, Juan, you're creative yourself, man. You're a musician, <laughs> and I mean, Paul, you you play, man. You got a CD Whoa. out there. You guys are celebrities. I'm just uh. I'm just a peasant, you know, who's uh, bringing bringing you guys to the people. I guess Mitch is uh, mingled with celebs himself. You know, he's a uh, he's a uh, oh yeah big deal. But just on the, a driving uh... basis, right, right. But you guys, <laughs> you have their personal numbers, right? And you talk, don't you? You can lie. Oh no, God, no. You can lie. No, I'm kidding. I'm I kidding. wish. I know. I have a lot of. Uh... Like PR people, but that's yeah. about it. We need to do like an HBO sh- like show someday when Mitch retires from uh, driving people. I don't know what you would call it. It'd be like a taxi cab confession type of thing. We'll reenact things. It'd be it'd be really cool. Just have to make sure we yeah. don't we don't we can't get sued. We got to make sure of that. So yeah, I mean it'd be pretty tough. <laughs> Super cool film. I'm very excited. Uh, moving on. This is something that I didn't even expect, guys. Who here are Demolition Man fans? You know, I I thought it was a hokey movie. Really? Well, I guess, yeah. Um, I'm kinda... a major devilish fan. <laughs> I'm a big, I'm, big fan. I don't like remember. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. What about you, Paul? Did you enjoy that film? I don't think I saw that one. You never saw Demolition Man, it. really? Okay, you got homework. You got It's it's not for kids. I'll tell you that. Definitely not for kids. Stallone can't go wrong there. Nineties. Agreed. Ninety-three. It came out. Very realistic. He um. He plays John Spartan, who's a cop who's framed by Wesley Snipes' character, Simon Phoenix. It's also starred Sandra Bullock. Like I said, it's very accurate. They were frozen for rehabilitation in the year 1996. Apparently, we had that technology I did not know about. They really went for the stars on that prediction. Just three years away from that. Only for, only for the wealthy. Right, right, only yeah. For the, they didn't one percenters. They didn't get into it, yeah. So years later... <laughs> years. Years later, 2032, they're thought out, and society's changed. It's really, I guess you could say it's very PC society. You can't curse. You get merits or something, uh, tickets for cursing. There's no toilet paper, which would be great right now. There's this concept of three seashells, which I think someone actually put a paper out how to how to use them when you go to number two. Oh, that's I guess. where that meme came from then. Okay. I, yeah, yeah. Because they just refer to it and they never explain it. So it's just one of those, like, you got to have your own imagination about it. Classic film. The only restaurant remaining in that future is Taco Bell. And it's very, uh-huh. it's very um, high class restaurant. <laughs> it's not like now. But yeah, it's like fine dining, basically. It's a super cool movie. It's got a lot of, yeah, it, it is kind of goofy. It's you know, Rob Schneider's in it, you know. Uh, oh, yeah, it's another thing. They don't touch 
which, you know, is really um, mirroring what we do now as a society. They basically put their hands like they're going to do a high five, but then they just wave their hands without touching. Wait, they, you're thinking Rob Schneider was in, uh, in Judge Dredd. Not he was, he in was in both. He was in both. He was oh, in he both. Was? Yep. Yeah, he was. A, he was a cop in, in yep. Demolition Man. Demolition Man. Yeah. Which, when huh. when Judge Dredd I came out, movie. because I didn't know much about Dredd, I actually thought it was a sequel to Demolition Man. <laughs> a little off, yeah. But anyway, uh, Stallone is now saying he had a Q and A online, and I guess they're talking about doing a sequel with Warner Brothers, and it seems to be script ready to go to to shoot and. Yeah, what do you guys think about that? Is that something we we need or want? I mean, the movie kind of rounded itself. I out. mean, it, yeah, the movie is was kind of. Is going to be in this one? He died. I think I heard he might be a part of it. Which again, uh, how? Yeah, I don't want to spoil it for Paul. It's an old movie, but. No, you can spoil. Yeah, he loses spoil his away. head. He loses <laughs> his head. He gets the Django Fett treatment. He gets his head. He gets his head frozen, then that's, kicked you can, off. You can you can come back from that. I'm telling <laughs> yeah. you, that's like. You hey, know, if anyone could explain it, Paul could explain it. You need to consult with the script <laughs> advisors and really nanobots. There you go, nanobots. That was it, nanobots. Or he was a clone. Yeah, but yeah, Juan, are you excited about Random this? Random thing to happen, fellas. <laughs> Yeah, I'll watch it. It happens when it comes out. How can they top you know. the first one, if if you will? The budget would have to be yeah. huge, right? Because you'd have to depict a future that's more futuristic than the first one, unless it goes into a like apocalypse-like future, which most properties seem to do nowadays. But yeah, are you are you excited about this, Mitch? Are you uh, are you on board? If they call you, what's that? Are you are you down Demolition for Man. Demolition Man too? You know, I'd, I'd be down. Um, seems like anything that uh, Stallone touches right now is actually pretty decent. Yeah. Um, you know, Expendables, I I thought it was just going to be kind of a reunion of the 80s, uh, you know, characters that made them big. Action heroes, yeah. Yeah. I like that, I like that franchise. Yeah, I like that franchise. It, yeah, it was... It, was, it was a fun, fast-paced movie. And then he did Rocky and he did Creed. And, I mean, he's... Right. The movies aren't bad. Rambo, uh, except for that last Rambo, which yeah, kind of I agree. Made people go, "Ooh, was it Rambo Four where he got on the back of the jeep and just nailed yeah, down yeah. Like everybody in yeah. the rice paddy?" Yeah. yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty cool. That was probably one of the most realistic scenes I could think. <laughs> right. You know, because <laughs> it's just like, what happens when you nail some guy down in a rice field? Well, the, you know, they explode, and he, he just. He just keeps doing it. <laughs> it did it before GTA did it. Shot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I he's he's a very talented guy, and uh, you know oh, yeah. we were talking nutrition on like the super unknown, and he's definitely he's definitely one who's taken his body through so much transformation uh, over the years. You know, he just you look at the first Rocky to now, it's just like what the hell is this the same person? Oh yeah, no, he's bulked up since Rocky. Yeah, and he looks great. He's in his body. he's in his seventies. He looks he's great. Seventies. He still takes HGH. Though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I didn't say he's. Uh, it's all he natural. Got, <laughs> he got it. He got it through customs. Like uh, I remember. <laughs> I remember that a big issue like years ago. That's when he filmed the last Rambo. Yeah, he was yeah. shipped from Australia. Yeah, got a ship from Australia. Got caught in customs. He was like, "How much 
to get it back. They were like a hundred thousand. He's like, okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he paid a hundred thousand dollars for that stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. He's crazy dude, man. He was talking about he got into a a bench press competition with um oh who was it? It was some trainer. I can't remember, but he he tore a peck, man. He tore a peck. And they had to like sew it back oh, on. Yeah. It's crazy. Was it Ray Lewis that did the same thing? I don't recall. Like tore a muscle or something like that? Maybe, man. I mean Stallone's yeah, if that's you, a terrible You know what's a cool documentary? It's basically the the behind the scenes. I don't know if you call it a documentary, but it's behind the scenes of filming the first expendables and he was advised repeatedly by his doctor because he got injured. Like you gotta you gotta rest and but he didn't want he wouldn't he didn't want the film crew to rest or anything, so they just went on and did the rest of the movie and yeah, he's gotta like run and stuff and he had like all these torn muscles and just nuts wow. how he's yeah, I would just yeah, he's definitely a strong dude. And yeah, he might have he probably does have some <laughs> help to become that strong dude. Yeah, if they do this demolition man too soon, uh, I think it'd be I think he looked pretty good in it. You know, um, I didn't like the last Terminator movie too much, but I did like Arnold, what they did with him. I thought that was kind of cool. And he, you know, still, yeah, he still rocked it, even though he was in the 70s. Um, I mean, they... I still have not seen that. That, yeah. that, like, skipped theaters, didn't it? No, no, it went to theaters. It just didn't do too well. But I, I think the whole Terminator franchise just kind of... It's just been done to death. And uh, it had to get to the war zone. And it did, and they just stopped doing that. So... Does anyone have a video or anything to explain what the three sh- how to eat three shells? Yeah, I'm sure if you YouTube it, there's ex- explanation. I think someone even published a paper, and there's like images and yeah. They never explained the three shells. They never did. No, no. But yeah, I, I left was curious it. myself. That's a cool mystery though to put into a movie. I think <laughs> that's that's big of them. You know, it's like you figure it they out because they say like oh, he doesn't know how to use the shells. Yeah, he uses wads of paper. Right. Oh, I think they predicted toilet paper. So right, right. <laughs> the need for toilet paper. They outlawed drinking and smoking, like everything. And there was an underground, underground uh, network. Dennis Leary. Network. Yep, Dennis Leary. Dennis yep. Leary couldn't drive yeah. gasoline cars. Yeah, maybe they would put some Tesla tech in the new film. Who knows? Maybe you'd volunteer the Cybertruck. That'd be pretty damn cool. Getting into our main topic for the show today from athletes to movie stars uh basically just uh each of us share who we thought did it great and not so great and i know um talk, from talking to you paul you've worked with some mma fighters that become actors is that right or, or appeared in movies well i just you know i mean i i've worked with a couple of of mma fighters and just thinking about like you know how how they translate to sort of the the screen mm-hmm. um so, you know, George St. Pierre, I haven't worked with him, but, you know, with, with him in like Captain America, I just think it's cool where you see, you know, obviously we all love to see fight scenes, right? Oh, absolutely. So I think oh, when yeah. you have, you know, actual, uh, you know, people who do it for a living and people who are very familiar with it, I think it, I think it lends, you know, I think it comes off uh, a little bit differently, right? Mm-hmm. But I wonder what you guys think about the challenge in terms of like, you know, it almost kind of looked like there was a there was a difference between like Captain America's almost you know style of fighting and then George St. Pierre's. You know right. what I mean? Like, did you did 
Do you feel that too, where it's just like, when you have two people who are choreographed, then it looks really clean. When you have one person who really knows what they're doing and then one person who just knows how to do the dance. Yeah. Um, I don't it's, know. How did you? I'll say this. I've done stunt work before. It mm-hmm. is hard. I mean, being a guy who used to fight and do MMA, there's a satisfaction you get when you actually land something. And basically what acting asks you to do is to do everything but find that satisfaction. So like yeah. act, acting's going to – so like you – where it's like you can't use proper technique when you're doing a fight scene. It would look terrible on screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your oh, punches really? are big. Oh, yeah, your punches are big and wide. Your kicks are wild and elaborate. The, the, the mass, everything's huge. So you have oh, to do everything. So it, it looks, it, it presents better than like maybe a close punch or something like then that. An actual real, like a real legit punch, like an actual jab does not look that captivating. Right. Well, right. And that's what they used to say about Bruce Lee, right? Where like Bruce Lee's real talent in the beginning was his hand speed, but right. um, it didn't look as good. And then he met like Chuck Norris and Chuck Norris was like, oh no, people like big kicks. You got to work on big kicks. And then he started incorporating his now famous, you know, like, uh, you know, uh, you know big kicks. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so he, you know, to my understanding, he really adapted and his abilities to the screen and sort of changed, you know, um, cause he was originally like Wing Chun, right. Which was a lot of hand speed, um, and a lot oh, yeah. of, um, a lot of punching and blocking, a lot of hands, not necessarily as much feet. Yeah. He actually got his movement. I'm a big Bruce Lee fan. He actually got his movement from watching American style fighters like Ali and American right, that style. Too, right. Like the sort of like, uh, you know, stand that on bounce. your toes and that whole style as yeah. well. Right. Wing Chun's very in and out. Like, Traditional Eastern martial arts is not so much about like fluidity it, through the legs. It's more just like I walk towards you. If you ever seen like Ip Man, uh-huh. uh, his footwork is not anything to you know brag about. But his hand speed, his his uh, choice of like movement and things like that are good. And, and but he's trying to translate on screen you know, Wing Chun, just as like Jet Li back in the day. It's not about their footwork as much. Bruce Lee was the first to incorporate that type of stuff. Um, But as for like actors who are going into, uh, athletes who are going, if they're doing fight scenes, it's just, it's just everything's big. They kind of, well, they kind of have to marry, they have to marry their talents, right? You know, what what they know with uh, the Hollywood treatment to it, right? Who plays... Captain America, when he fought George St. Pierre in the fight scene, it's better than GSP. Trust me. They had to teach GSP how to do that scene. It's hard. Right. It's not that simple. Well, and that that was that was a huge improvement from the first Captain America to the second one was the fighting style, right? Because if you look at the first Captain America, there's no, like, I guess you would say MMA influence, right, for the second one, how he flips and... Oh, I, just everything. Well, I maybe maybe fights. they were trying to capture the era, you know. Yeah, so and like, I I totally agree because yeah, that was before a lot of like outside uh, fighting styles. I think uh, you know came to like the culture, but yeah, I like how it transitioned the fighting techniques. And do you guys prefer your fight scenes to um, be like wide shots or like 
you know how Nolan does like a lot of close-up shots. You don't really get to see much detail, and then other people do well, like wider shots. I like I like that animation they do sometimes. Like uh, they did it really well, where it made it fun and exciting to be in the cinema with uh, actually that uh, Sherlock Holmes. Yes. With, yeah. Uh, you know yeah. where he's he's cal- calculating the punches. That was cool. And he's doing all these different martial arts. And he's like pop pop, and it slows it and shows it in slow motion. That was awesome. And it goes back. That that type of stuff is excellent for cinema. Yeah. Because it's semi realistic. Yeah. And they slow it down to understand the effectiveness. Ah no, of that was so cool. He was actually doing, yeah. Whereas like, if I think about Christopher Nolan's Batman fight scenes, yeah. Compared to Affleck's. Affleck has better fight scenes. Oh, yeah, that warehouse like, scene? Oh, yeah. oh, my God, hands yes. down. Yeah, and I mean, that makes it look like an action movie, whereas Nolan's is more based around the storyline and not so much on the fight scene. Well, is do you think so, Nolan's, Nolan's is using too much realism with fighting? Do you think that's the problem? Yeah, that's that's actually how a real fight possibly Right, right. Looks. Well, it's just like, it's just like yeah, it's just like Rocky. Um, they were filming... They were filming the fights, and they weren't exciting. And so Stallone actually right. had to write the punches, like actually write them and script them. And so that's how they got. And, of course, they upped the sound of the punches, right? Because I remember my first introduction to boxing probably was through Rocky. And then when I actually saw the fight, I was like, where's all the excitement? Where's the noises? Like, this is boring. <laughs> you know, Yeah, everybody wants that pop, that pew, like, oh, right. Batman and Robin. Right, <laughs> TV series. Right, yeah. Right. <laughs> if only real like life was that way. MMA, like when you're in MMA, though, I mean, do you really hear the, like, if you're gonna punch somebody's dome or something like that? I mean, you're not gonna hear it. Those are all sound effects, right? I mean, you. It's like a feeling in a in a hearing at the same time. Yeah. You know, when you kick someone in the head, you know. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, like, you can hear I, it on the television too, right? Oh, and sometimes yeah. the commentators will say that. Like, like I haven't, I haven't done uh, MMA or you know a lot of martial arts training in my life. You know, I'm just a nutritionist, you know, and kind of like helping people, uh, you know, cut weight and kind of you know work on their the nutritional mm-hmm. aspects of things. Um, but like you know, as a as a fan of it, when you're watching it, you know, you'll even hear the commentators, you know, sometimes with a certain like really good shot they'll be like listen to this hit and then they'll replay it and you can <laughs> right. hear it through the tv you know yeah. so i mean but that's if you connect really well right i mean i mean juan would you agree that probably you know there's a lot of a lot in real fighting is like glancing blows and a lot of not connecting because mm-hmm. you're trying to hit them and they're trying to not get hit so you know a lot of it well, is just those it's sort of it's certain, like time. when i teach boxing i teach boxing and kickboxing to a lot of people and when I teach it, I say my ears are just as value, just as valuable as my eyes. So mm. when I know when I'm snapping that jab, there's a it's almost like a whipping sound, a, like you you hear it. And so mm-hmm. I know my jab is good and crisp when I have this certain sound. So when I'm holding the mitt for a person who is throwing that punch, and I'm showing them the proper technique, I'm like. This is the sound we're chasing. Yeah, we're chasing this sound. It's so an I attraction. Like I like that a lot. Yeah, it's an attraction. So yeah, I'll show like them the movement, and then I'm like, okay, now what is our target? So in boxing, kickboxing, you want to aim for the chin. 
Okay, so you you know, that's why you'll hear terms like he has a weak chin, blah blah blah. Um, but you're aiming for that center point if you're aiming for the head. There's a different sound you'll get, and then you have to hit these spots. So there's a different sound you hit are here when you hit like the liver shot. The liver shot's the worst place to get hit, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. It's the worst. So- it's the worst. Like anyone like headshots are beautiful for television, they're beautiful for entertainment yeah. factor. But if a guy doesn't like you, he's gonna hit you to the body. Mm, yeah. <laughs> right. Like you, if you're sparring on a regular basis and you have a teammate who's especially especially good at hitting you in the body, you're not gonna like that guy, but you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna have a lot of fear for that guy. So <laughs> you rather have someone hit you in the head. It sounds ridiculous. Dang. But in most cases... No, I agree, man. I agree. Even just, like, messing around with my my brother when I was younger, man. He he popped me in the kidney once. Oh, man. I was like, yeah, can we go back to you hitting me in the face? Because that (laughs) was really uncomfortable. I'd rather break a nose. Terrible. Yeah, my coach... One of my coaches, one of my kickboxing coaches taught me that a long time ago. He goes... He says, love the man who knocks you out. Hate the MF who hits you <laughs> in the liver. He says, you know why? The guy who knocked you out had the courtesy to put you to sleep. He says, the guy that hit you in the liver, you're awake with that pain. But people love people love Jack Daniels. Mm-hmm. They just it's just it's something about <laughs> that shot. And like wait for I'm it. Just no. Any body shot, hitting the ribs. If you crack a rib on a guy, killing his breathing, you're right. just slowly seeing him deteriorate. Taking it all so down, like yeah. Someone who chops to the body and everything like that. and But that doesn't look good in movies like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's not going to be like as a, you know, over the yeah. top. Like, actually, the guys I think who do best at like those action scenes are wrestlers. Like wrestlers. Oh yeah, because they can you know, like they can throw each other around without really getting hurt as much, right? Like they mm-hmm. they it's a yeah right. They're... They've been acting. Their whole thing is about acting. right, right? Because they don't so, really like, connect too much, right? Wrestling. I mean, I, I think we all know it's there's, fake, there's but there's gonna be some connections. You're throwing right, right shots. You're open, open slaps, and right, and you're doing leg locks and those things. If you really do apply a lot of those things, you you can jack somebody up really bad. And like sometimes they do get mad at each other and they do apply those things for real. Right. Um right. uh but like the rock is the guy I was gonna bring to the table. Who's that? He's <laughs> 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 because he did play for the University of Miami. Oh, so he's like a double athlete, athlete pretty much, right? Yeah. He was trying to be That's in a, like yeah, and okay. he's of lineage too. His dad yeah, was a uh, superfly snooker. Is am I right or someone like that? His dad, you know, he has because yeah, he's um, mm-hmm. he's black Samoan, and so he has this whole and his grandfather. His grandfather was yep. supposed. To, yep. Go ahead. Sorry. So they have like a whole lineage. So like to me, like someone like him translated, um, transitioning from being an athlete like a football player yeah. to being coming an actor. Like he's actually becoming an actor. Yeah. Beyond just action. Yeah, even though he's gonna play right. Black Adam, which I'm excited about. Um, yeah, that's another. Story. Yeah, he's gonna be awesome. In Black well, yeah, Adam. there's that thing with athletes. Like I've got a list here, and some of, you know, you know, not everyone's hit out of the park at first, and they're still in the game, and they've gotten better. Um, but there's some that just stink, right? There's some that just don't like the acting part. You know, they might be able to fight well, but 
Like, I was not a big John Cena fan when he came on the scene, uh, in the movie scene. He did the Marine, and I just thought it was ridiculous. And But then he showed comedic chops over the years with Trainwreck, mm-hmm. Blockers. Mm-hmm. He was in Bumblebee. He was kind of rusty in Bumblebee, I thought. I'm but sorry. John Cena's the Walmart version of, of Mark The Wahlberg. Rock. Oh, to me he is. Yeah, I agree. He's, yeah, he's no, so I am not even... Lax humor and... Well, no. Have, sort of have you seen impression. Have you seen Blockers or Trainwreck? I've seen I've seen enough of them to know that that kind of stuff can't be coached out. And, yeah, and I'm not like, saying he's like going to win an Oscar, but I do think yeah. he's gotten better, and I can tolerate it more. I did think he was hilarious in Blockers. Yeah, he's probably got some staleness oh. to him, but uh, I I don't know I. He's lower on the list, I would say, of success. What's the guy? Um, because uh, I haven't kept up with wrestling in a while. Um, he plays in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh yeah, Dave oh. Batista. Yeah, he's gotten good. Batista, I think. Yeah, I can. He's think... actually did MMA fight. He's he's an MMA fighter. Is he? Remember he's... when he dropped a ton of weight for that? Oh yeah, he's an ex wrestler. Yeah. Um, and I think he has actually. He's pretty. Out of the people we've named, I think he's the better actor. <laughs> oh, I yeah. think he's better than Cena. Yeah, he's he solid. he's I think grown he's better than The Rock yeah. in a different. Like I think he can actually play well a dramatic role if necessary. He is he's on a different level. Like like his character in Guardians, right? Just talks like he's stupid, but he's able to. No, no, no. He's just very literal. He not stupid. Understand. I shouldn't have said that, but yeah, no, I know what you're saying. But you know, it comes off like he doesn't. He doesn't have a clue. But just the the expression he shows and the physicality, obviously, is mm-hmm. is there. Uh, he's gotten better. Like he was in Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I thought he did pretty well. He was in Bond. Yeah. He didn't really talk much in there. He's had some comedies I haven't seen lately, but I think he's one of those who's grown. Yeah, Cena's low on the list. I think he has grown though. Ronda Rousey, who's an MMA fighter, I don't think she's really shown talent to stick with acting, in my opinion. Um, which is maybe why she went to WWE. I don't know. Carano. Uh, yeah, she's oh, grown. She, she, yeah. She's from uh, Deadpool One. Yes, yeah. she she uh, has grown. She didn't hit it out of the park. She was at first. Ronda Rousey before Ronda Rousey. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's yeah. Like yeah. The, she's like the you know what I'm saying she's a godmother of female. Mm-hmm. Well, they both MMA. They both cut their teeth on the Fast and Furious franchise, I believe. Uh, Carano was in six, and Rousey was in seven, and. Uh, they, no, Chrono had been doing movies way before. Was she? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you're right. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Way before So that. she's had some time Ron- to to enhance her acting skills. I think Deadpool, she was very good, and I really thought that was a, a good performance. Of course, well, action's always there. Well, wonderful in The Mandalorian. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's like... Yeah, this season. Yeah, she's totally. Really good in The Mandalorian. Totally, yeah. She's one that's... Uh, grown you know and i think i think some hit the peak you know at first and then they they just kind of like hulk hogan let's say he had rocky three right which wasn't like yeah huge performance but i will you know his physique was huge uh thunder lips if you remember that thunder lips through yeah he threw stallone around like a rag doll thunder lips baby and uh and then um oh is my is my heart stopped what's going on they unplugged me Damn it. Sorry about that. <laughs> I'm tired of me recording. Like, you're over. Game over. Player one. Start. 
Continue. Insert 25 cents. He was uh, No Holds Bar, which I haven't seen in years, but I remember seeing that in 89. That was that was probably the last big movie he did, Hulk Hogan, and he just kind of disappeared. I, I Unless no, I'm missing something. Movie where Hulk oh. Hogan was like an alien or something like that. Yeah, but those were Terry? like, yeah, I know. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Terry Crews. Yeah. He's yeah. he's grown. He, he, he used to play in the yeah. NFL. Yeah, he's. Really? Yep. He, I he think a lot like of. The first stringer. A lot of these athletes yeah. like him, you know, The Rock, I guess you could say, I mean, they have a good comedic side to them, uh, you know, because he's on Brooklyn Nine, Nine Nine, I believe. Oh, yeah. He's super funny. And, yeah, he's he's one that, you know, in the beginning, well, White Chicks, I think, was the first time I ever saw him. And he was, you know, doing that peck dance. That was funny. But he's definitely evolved, I'd say. He was in one of the Friday movies. He's, oh, that's right. He's a lot of stuff. I think The Rock... The Rock kind of hit the ground running with Scorpion King, which was a surprise, or um, the Mummy, the Mummy Returns. The Mummy Two was his first movie. Yeah, where they did the horrible CGI and you the giant scorpion at the end. Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah, they made Scorpion King. <laughs> that was that his, wasn't any better. No, that was his way into acting, though, and uh, he made such a I big. I didn't think that check was terrible. No, no. no. <laughs> well, he didn't. That's the thing. Like, I think we approach everything with athletes becoming actors, right? We kind of like that. It's like Judgment Day when they release their first film, right? And it's like, it's it's tough. It's like you sometimes can just tell what where they're gonna go. How this is going to end? Imagine Rock becoming as big as he has. Well, here's a here's a question: Do you consider Schwarzenegger to be a oh, an I, athlete? I mean, he was yeah he was the greatest oh, yeah. bodybuilder of all time. He's on my list, and his whole transition of mm-hmm. going from being a, like you know probably the greatest he's the Michael Jordan of bodybuilding to not even knowing English very well when he came to the states to who he is now to becoming like a governor just his his acting chops, even though he, you know, he has a certain thing. He has, he knows his, he plays his position well. He knows what he is. Right. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's great. I think people who know that are, are the better for it. And he definitely has. And yeah, he's on my list for sure. Yeah, absolutely. He's an athlete. And he kind of invented the action hero, right? You're right. Kind of yeah. Or, him is the at least invented the modern. Yeah, he refined it. He invented the modern sort of version in terms of like, you know, you got to be, you know, super giant buff. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, he refined it for a new generation. Yeah, and Stallone. And I think, you know, Bruce Lee has some, you know, I'm going to put a vote for one of my, if not my favorite athlete in a fight scene. I'm not saying he was good, but Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in Game of Death. Oh, yeah. The the footprint. The giant footprint. Abdul-Jabbar. Because, you know, I was, he's on my list. That's funny you said that. that was, There's a... I, lo- I love it. I love sitting down, the foot out. I don't know. I just... I, I love you're I right. love the performance. Whether it was good acting or not, I'm, I'm not going to say, but I loved it. Well, some are just great oh, yeah. to just, like, don't talk. Just do your thing. Look iconic. Yep. Don't, don't ruin it. <laughs> well, don't talk. <laughs> I think if you play your position of who you are... Right. I think of... I think it's Terry Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw has actually done pretty well. Yeah, he's got yeah, comedic he's chops. Well. He's showing up here yeah. and there on. Uh, yeah, I mean, he he's kind of gone into the comedy realm yeah. a little more than, but he's kind of a silly dude, you know. He, he yeah, was kinda, staying in his lane. 
Yeah, yeah, he's, he, effective. Yep. he's got a he's got a personality, right? And he's uh he's a commentator himself now, and I think that helped get him into <laughs> movies, right? I mean, all these people, I think personality is what you need to to last. Um, the Rock. I gotta say, I gotta, I gotta say this one. I gotta say this one. Steven Seagal. I mean, he's a black belt. <laughs> oh shit, you're right. <laughs> or is he? We don't know. He's a man of mystery. Oh god. <laughs> Dude, he would he would oh. crown himself the king of all <laughs> athletes, actors. Steven Seagal is the he's the emperor of this. He's stuff, registered man. his body he's as deadly weapons. Like trying to do taekwondo now and all that stuff. Like he's so ridiculously fat that basically he just uses his hands and twists people's arms until they're down on the ground. He's eating a plate of spaghetti <laughs> while he does it. Yeah, and he squints at you, and that's about it. And you're down on the ground. I mean, there's there's literally no movement from his body. He's got carpet on his head, whatever the hell that is, yeah. and that goatee thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, Juan. Thanks for bringing that up. Uh, well, no. You know who actually is... this was uh, Brett Favre and something about Mary. <laughs> god, that was terrible. Did he win Best Supporting Actor for that performance? No. <laughs> No, that was terrible. You remember he comes in, he's like, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> he just he has like zero personality. Like he's reading it? <laughs> yeah, like literally he's looking off the screen, reading a, uh, a clipboard of notes. <laughs> and he's got a football in his hand for some reason. Oh, yeah. We should just do like a show just just all about Seagal. He, just, he has oh, so many... Yes. You I mean, mean uh, like, two hours wasn't enough for uh, Field of Geeks at the movies? Uh, we, Under Siege we 2? Just do more. We just, Seagal is just such a big target in yeah. so many ways. He is. He is. <laughs> We're all <laughs> jealous. That's why. We're just jealous. We're just jealous. <laughs> like, how did, how did the police force actually take him seriously and then give him a badge? Because they and watched then, his movie. They watched him crack and some then, necks. And on top of and... that, allow him to be filmed <laughs> as a cop. Wow, that guy's so wild! Oh my god! Well, Shaq, is Shaq's another one. Too? Oh, sure. Yeah, did he oh, ever? Steal. Did he ever mature he like steal. a fine wine? He was in blue. Uh, was oh, was that one he said? Blue chips. Do you ever see he's blue chips? Steal. Oh blue chip, yeah. Yep. He he's a type that I think. Uh, well, maybe hit his mark from the start and just went down. Uh, blue chips. I remember it being pretty good performance. Maybe. Uh, of course, well, he, they he had, were Nick, Nick Nolte made that movie. True, true, but I mean, was Shaq was featured in it. Yeah, him and Penny Hardaway, and maybe Shaq yeah. thought it was real. You know, he's being recruited for this team, and they just went with it. That goes my heart oh, again. Yeah. The thing about Shaq was like, no matter how bad his stuff was, people still bought it and loved it. He had um, a big crap career too. I mean, he has two oh, yeah. albums. I mean, they did to a certain they, they did to a certain extent, but his Shaq Fu, I think, was his most successful uh, into the. Uh... No, all of his okay. albums have been platinum, okay. certified platinum. Whereas I could speak for other rappers or uh, other athletes who have tried to rap or sing. And John Cena. They they have they haven't been able to pull that off. They haven't been able to pull that off. I thought he did. But I thought he actually sold a lot of records. Who? Well, John Cena. Yeah, he was a rapper. Too. He still is. I think. Actually. Actually, Rock sold what? a decent amount of music. He sings kids' songs. You're welcome. Well, that's different, though. I mean, he yeah. can actually yeah. sing. Uh, his songs are his songs. Yeah. 
it still well, starts. you know, I mean, yeah, but I mean, I think that selling records though is it gets tricky, right? Because right. they'll they'll sell it just on the name recognition. True. So right. you know, just to William laugh. Hung sold a lot of records. Uh, <laughs> this is true. This is true. This is she true. bangs. She you bangs. Touche. <laughs> so did David Hasselhoff. No, I mean, straight up, right? I mean, a lot of the, you know, there's you know, and this is this is you know, it, they're gonna they're gonna sell based on their name recognition. So you know, right, you, right, you get true. That out of the gate, right? That's true. Has mm-hmm. any, speaking of uh, of uh, that, has anybody seen the Guardians of the Galaxy two uh, soundtrack of David Hasselhoff, or shall I say, Zondu Hasselfrau? I liked it. I thought it was funny. Oh for, god, it was hilarious. For what it was, for what it was, it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That music video is even better. It's like got a '70s filter on it, and it's super well. He cool. does that whole Germany thing, but oh yeah, uh, he's Kong huge Fury. Remember the movie Kong Fury that I sent you, Josh? Yes. Oh. Yeah, he's the he's the he's the main guy that sings on it. Really, that's a Swedish film. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that, that, yeah. One, that movie was done in Sweden. That is a trip, I, Paul. You got to see Kung Fury. Uh, it's you I'll can probably find I'll send it. You a link, Paul. Yeah, do that. Cool. It's, on YouTube. it's thirty it's minutes awesome. long. That's it. It's only thirty minutes, and it's this just guy is Kung Fury travels back in the past to fight Hitler. It's Thor, awesome. Thor's in it. Um, <laughs> it's so awesome. Thor's in <laughs> so it, and didn't a car come to life? No, a vending machine came to yeah, life, right? Oh, it's just crazy. His car comes to life. Is uh, he's got a dinosaur as a partner. The video game comes alive. Everybody comes alive. It's his his, Wait, his partner. No, just go to YouTube. I'll oh. send you guys a link. Yeah, do that. We'll link it. That whole movie was done by green screen and go fan me. Wow. Really? Yeah. Like, wow. they had to come up with the capital on their own. That's and the crazy. way they did the movie, because they had to make sure they had the uh, the budget to. What's um on uh, Saturday Night Live? Um. The, uh, the guy that does Lonely Island or whatever the oh yeah yeah Andy um oh yeah Denver. so one yep. of the guys that's in that crew the oh that makes sense guys, that makes total sense he he's the guy that plays Hitler <laughs> so they had to pay oh he nails it you know like, that movie is so bonkers know? it's and they're making a sequel and it's actually got a big budget I think they have Arnold in it so far and Michael Fassbender's in it. Oh yeah, it'll probably ruin the whole thing, but I'll probably check it out. Yeah, he rides a keyboard back into the past. He goes too freaking far, (laughs) and he's out there stuck. He's stuck there with Thor and these two like Amazon Viking ladies. Yeah, and and they have the Thor sends them to the right time period so he can fight Hitler. It's and he takes on like ten thousand Nazis and then he finally gets to fight Hitler. It's literally how he's describing it, guys. It's like a toy a toy (laughs) box blew up. And he gets in a fight with his spirit animal and says, You need to bring me back to life right now. I got some shit to do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. And then like he's like, it doesn't work like that. And spirit animal is a cobra and he's like you need to bring me <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, so he's in heaven. He's in heaven. He's complaining. He's stuck in heaven. He's like, get me out of here. I'm trying to get back and fight Hitler. It's just, oh. It's crazy. This movie is so over the top. It's just balls to the wall. Is there, um, ridiculousness? Yeah, it's, you got to check it out. Is there, uh, any other names <laughs> you guys could think of for the, uh, the list here of, uh, athletes to movie stars? I think when he had the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, that was, that was good. That was good. Well, don't forget about O.J. Simpson. 
Oh shit. Hurts commercials. <laughs> Naked yeah. Gun. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, he's Naked great. Gun Naked series. Gun. He's a he's a killer actor. He was he was he was uh, either involved or not involved in a murder. So uh, stay tuned uh, stay tuned for TSU's uh, future episode on that. How he got uh, cleared of those charges. Yeah, man, that guy could have probably okay. Let's imagine. Well, wait. I don't think he would have had a bigger career after Naked Gun. I was just I was just gonna say, what if he? I don't know what you're talking about, Josh. He kills, man. He's awesome. What if he didn't? What if that didn't happen? Do you think he would have ever? gone back to acting i don't know that's some in another reality let's say he's probably the rock he's probably like the rock huge star you got naked gun 22 probably hurts the movie you know things like that i'm just trying to think of like an athlete that really got good see like musicians transition pretty well um sometimes yeah well i mean think about it this way um Jamie Foxx, for example, is a singer. He was singing back in the 90s, mm-hmm. and he's won an Oscar. But uh, Jamie Foxx is kind of... He's a jack of all trades. He really, yeah, he's a tricky he's, one, right? Because, I mean, Will Smith, color, Will Smith is he, a rapper. Will Smith's a rapper. Yeah. He started as a rapper. Uh, Queen mm-hmm. Latifah, she started as a rapper. Yep. Um, I'm not saying just rappers, but I think it translates better than being an athlete. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because athletes are kind of almost programmed. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm coming from the standpoint of both. Like, I'm a I'm a musician and an athlete. So, like, the the athletic side of you is like, okay, tell me what I need to do, and I'll do it. You know, like, because mm-hmm. you're you, you're used to doing repetition of things. So I had to do this a thousand times, get it right. With where you're like more free flowing, when you're like, you know, a musician, you're you're just letting things flow a little bit more. Yeah, so then you have somebody like Lady Gaga who takes it to like the nth degree that doesn't need to be, and you're like, yeah, you're good, but she it's not like did really. She's just weird in general. Yeah, but most 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 artists are. Um, she was great in *Stars Born*. That wasn't an action movie or anything, but she was on a motorcycle. Maybe that counts. Um, no, she did the remake of a remake of a remake. Have you seen it though? Have you seen it? It's good. It's good. Mitch, you're gonna cry. You just want to save yourself. Good. That's all. Just want to save yourself. The story is very good. Yeah. It's just that uh, you know they're touting it as like they're kind of making people try to forget that there was like two movies before that were the exact copy of this movie that just came out kind of thing. Yeah. And so that's where I kind of make fun of it. But I mean, it's a good story. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. No, that's, uh, I know, there's so many remakes around these days, but... Uh, Marvel doesn't. <laughs> Ar- Arnold's probably the most successful, would you say? Uh, I don't think The Rock's close to that yet, because Arnold had so many so many hits. I don't think anybody else... Um... If we're looking at length well, I feel like he changed now, the game, too. You right, know? right. I He's a game like changer, changed, set the stage. Right, yep, so. yep, absolutely. You, I feel like... I feel like when you look at the 70s, you know, you had this sort of like, you know, uh, aesthetic of utilizing either musicians like a David Bowie or a Mick Jagger. Right. Or athletes like a Jim Brown or a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh, yeah, Jim um, Brown. Right. Oh, God, just, I to, Brown just for their star power. Yeah. Just right. for their star power. It doesn't create Terry Bradshaw, right? Like, and. And I think that's the role OJ played as well, sort of a naked gun. Like he doesn't have to do well; you just have him there because you—it's you, a recognizable face, mm-hmm. right. kind of like cameo, then, like a cameo almost. Yeah, 
Well, yeah. and, and Arnold really switched that up where it's like, oh, now it's the 80s and now we're going to make movies around these types of athletes mm-hmm. where you have a Jean-Claude Van Damme who's, you know, the real Steven Seagal, if you will, right? Um, yeah. yeah. You know, uh, a world champion kickboxer, I believe, right? <laughs> and, and, you know, and then he comes and then that becomes this sort of like this new aesthetic of action heroes as like people who really um, either, you know, physically have the part or... Um, or you well, know, uh, what, martial arts. What do we consider this? The I guess this level of athletics. I mean, are we talking post high school? Are we professional, talking college? Are we professional, talking professional, professional. Professional. Yep. Professional. Well, then, Joe Rogan. Was he? Was Joe oh Rogan yeah. A comedian first, or was he an MMA he, artist? Joe. Joe. No, Joe Rogan. He was an was, athlete uh, first. He was he's he? a taekwondo, like the highest level you can be in taekwondo. Oh like, really? He's high level. Yeah, he used to compete a lot. Yeah. But is he in any movies? Well, no, he was on a TV show. Uh, news radio. Oh, that's true. That's right. News radio. Uh, radio. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, I about our, spectrum, yeah, our spectrum of acting. I'm, I know, like, I, I, I nitpick and stuff, but I, that's just how my brain goes. I'm just saying, like, to me, he's a solid comedic actor. Yeah. But mm-hmm. he's also considered an athlete. And I right. just think those right. mindsets are unique because I was looking behind the scenes for – um. The movie it's an MMA movie called Warrior with Tom Hardy. Oh, that's good. Actor's name. Right. But they showed like their training regimen. Like there's a thing you can watch online about like how they train and blah blah blah. Those guys are not fighters. You know, like they're not they don't really, don't really have an athletic bone in their body in the grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. I mean Oh really? You know, like Chris Hemmings I mean, sure, but sure. There's a certain mindset, I guess you have. They get the look of a fighter. They don't have the skills, basically. They have right, to like get the yeah. There's like uh, I think one of them said like I would never wish this on anybody. Like this is grueling and this this is hard. I have a lot more respect for fighters. But the guy that uh, is the actor and he does Kingdom, a show called Kingdom about MMA. Uh, the main guy he played Crossbones in one of the Marvel movies. Okay, yeah, and, he also, oh, sure. and he's the main guy in the Purge. Uh, Purge too. Yeah, main actor in Purge. Frank. Yeah. Frank. Uh, um, Frank. Frank something? can actually fight. Okay. Frank can fight. Yeah. Frank can actually fight. He actually has, you know, like I don't. I think if he had never acted, he probably would have been a fighter. Right. Right. Um, like, there's people like that. Sure. Sure. I mean, Mike Tyson's been in movies. <laughs> right. As Mike know? Tyson. <laughs> As Mike Tyson. He, I mean, he's not gonna. He's yeah, not gonna get an Oscar nomination anytime soon. Well, when uh, um when Paul was talking about Arnold, I thought of something like we're going from athletes to movie stars, right? I think Arnold inspired movie stars to become athletes, pretty much. Like Stallone, look at Stallone. When Arnold came on the scene, Stallone's like, I gotta up my game, and he actually I think fought in some of those Rocky movies. I mean, he took some punches, let's say, not like an actual fight, fight, but we have a lot of actors who've kind of went the opposite, you know, uh, you know, as far as getting into shape, I guess that's different, but for actually going crazy and doing stunts with physicality. I mean, they at least changed the, he at least changed the build. Right. I mean, so, so they had to like physically change. Right. And then I think maybe Jackie Chan helped to like convince actors like, Oh, maybe you should do some of your own stunts now as well. Right. Yeah. You know, exactly. Jackie Chan was like a stunt artist, wasn't he? And he's an actor like, too. Have you heard like that crew that he went through? It's an extremely rigorous process. Oh yeah, like it's terrible. Have you seen Rumble in the Bronx? 
Yeah, no, I need to. I own it. That's the first movie it. I ever saw of him. But he was he was tapped to be the new Bruce Lee, I believe. Like he was his understudy. No, Jackie had been doing it back since the seventies. Right, but he was. Yeah, I think. And if, yeah, like talking about uh, athletes, Cannonball Run, right? I mean, mm -hmm. Jackie Chan. Mm -hmm. That's the first time I saw Jackie Chan. Of course, I didn't know who he was, except for you know. Um, right. But like all cameos, all um, you know. But he uh, he put like goofiness into it, like. Uh, he was tapped to be the next Bruce Lee, and he actually tried to be serious in some of his earlier films, and it just didn't work. And then he just became goofy with his stunts, you know, kind of like showing he's in pain, right? Not walking it off, not having having the faces, you know, and all that stuff. And I think uh, he, set the, he set the bar, too, I guess, for that as well. Uh, Mickey Rourke, that's one who actually went from movie star... To boxing. To boxing, remember that? Yeah, and he kind of messed up his face. He boxed not too long ago. He boxed in his sixties. He had a boxing yeah. match like within the last ten years, I believe. He had a boxing match. Oh, you're I mean, kidding? Well, sadly, no. he might need the money. I, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's. I think the older I get, the more I realize like you're not always extremely wealthy as an actor. You know, well, he has a passion for boxing. He does. He does. I mean, yeah, he uh, he quit that's, Hollywood that's to go. Why he had yeah. to get the, yeah. Right, that's why he has that reconstructive surgery on his face. Right, it's because Gordon he got smashed in the nose. Passion for boxing. Yeah, <laughs> he's just not the world's greatest boxer. Is basically it. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically it. Well, like move your head, <laughs> Mickey. Move your head. Why would you do it again, bro? Watch your head. He's hitting you in the nose. Life's too good. Have a Mickey Rourke. What? Move your head, bro. That's the coach in me just talking to well, him. Like, Juan, on, you should have been you should have been his Mick, you know? He would have been successful. I would have I would have Get in the rock. Get you in the gym with a little blood, sweat, and tears. Instead of just tears. <laughs> My face hurts. He's well, good in the wrestler, though. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, that's how. That's what yeah, brought that him brought movie. him back into the spotlight. But yeah, I don't know. Can you think of anything other names? I, I'm. I think Carl Weathers might have been considered uh, athlete to movie star. I think he was a football player before. Um, Rocky, I think, could be wrong there. A professional football player, I'm not sure, but like Burt Reynolds played football, but I don't know if he was. I don't think he was professional. Burt Reynolds. Now there's a guy, hot-headed guy that that could barely act, but yet everybody gave him praise for stuff. I thought he was pretty good. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't say his acting's. Some of his later, uh, you know, hit and miss. Let's say hit and miss. But yeah, man, he what could. Was it? He could what charm was, you. What was his? Uh... What was it? Oh God! Remember when he was a senator and stripped tease or whatever, and he shaved off his mustache? Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Bo Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights, man. Up. He was great in Boogie Nights. He did a great job there. That's what got him more gigs yeah, and stuff. That's true. That did bring him back into the fold. He definitely, he definitely never got into that action. I mean, he was an action star for like the seventies. But yeah, once the Arnold. Arnold face hit. He did not even try to get into that all that mess. Yeah, he was excellent in Dirk Diggler. So you know, like, I give him high five for that. <laughs> Boogie Nights, Boogie Nights. I'm sorry, Boogie Nights. Right. Dirk Diggler. He plays a good pervert. I imagine a lot of these athletes do most of their stunts. Do you do you agree, or maybe they don't because of their injuries? I, I don't know. I don't think The Rock does. I, I, he's got some busted up knees. I think he's Tom Cruise. Uh, 
Tom Cruise does, though. If I was a, a professional actor, I wouldn't do my stunts. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. Right, and that's yeah. what, and I'm that's saying, what... I think also coming from the you know coming from the athletic background, I feel like that makes a lot of sense. Like, I feel like you know, you know, I I never I was never an athlete past high school, so I'm not putting myself in 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 that category. But I've talked to quite a few, and it's just like when you put your body through that much punishment. When somebody says, hey, here's some money for, and you don't have to do that, I don't <laughs> feel like they will. Whereas actors are always trying to, like, you know, get more real and, like, yeah. you know, um, actors have a glorified concept, I think, sometimes of, you know, you know, kicking your body's ass that, uh, you know, once they start to do it, you know, <laughs> it, it becomes quickly not a good idea, you know? Right. I mean, the guys that do their own stunts, you got to understand, like, Jackie Chan for the Rumble in the Bronx, like, don't even show you, he broke his foot. Oh, he's broken He's broken every bone in his body, I believe. That's what they right, say. Right, but I'm saying he had a cast on in the water scene. He, he's yep. Up, uh, he's on the, like, whatever, is it a skis or something? But that's just a sock that looks like a shoe. Yep. And it fell off sometimes, too. Yep. Yep. So I'm saying, like, uh-uh. Yeah, every uh, you get paid for that. Those movies he did I in get the paid for this. <laughs> those movies he did in the nineties. Remember in my line. Even Rush Hour, they um they would always show the bloopers, and man, he really got mm-hmm. hurt like a lot. And I yeah. think I think a lot of these actors are like, you know, they want to kind of they, they kind of want to be uh-huh. one of the guys, you know. And I think that's why a lot of them are like I can do that, you know. And it's like you don't have any idea what kind of road you're gonna get on here. You're like you're gonna break all kinds of bones it's like it's not gonna be well, good well they can stop any time right like they can they can just do it once and yeah. then they never have to do it again right but part of the problem with professional yeah. sports is that you have to keep showing up yeah every yeah. time right you know like when they talk about Emmett sure. Smith and he yeah. broke his ribs and he stayed in the game and it's like yeah dude because if you get mm-hmm. injured like in professional football that could be the end of your career not yeah. from the injury but just from getting benched yeah, because right. the guy behind you mm-hmm. is just as good. Yeah. Once he gets a chance, then you're done. And nobody right. else younger picks you up. Faster you're too. Yep. Right, right. You know, so you have, yeah, probably have younger, to like you have to keep yeah, you have to keep pushing, push pushing, pushing as you get injuries. But actors, you know, not for nothing, but they can just they can be like, Oh, I did all my own stunts in that film. Right. I never did it again. And I never did it before. You know, it's voluntary. You think it's so something it's, they can shut off, though? I, th- I think a lot of them can't really shut that off. Maybe, like, it's like a drug, kind of. It's like Maybe I, they need that rush or something. Yeah, well, like... If my fight scenes were, like, Seagal's, yeah. Steven Seagal's, <laughs> like, fight scenes, I would totally do it. I would totally do it. I'd pay to see that, yeah. Every freaking time. <laughs> it's not a lot of movement. I just stay there and fight with my hands. Well, I'll give an example. Uh, <laughs> awesome. In uh, the last James Bond movie, Spectre, Dan- Daniel Craig, he uh, he does his own stunts, or he tries to, I think. And he's yeah. get, he's gotten older, right? So I, I, there was a scene with him and uh, Dave Bautista in a train, and they're you know going through walls and throwing each other around and stuff. And I guess they had, like, it was perfectly shot, but Craig told Dave, like, just give me more. And uh, Dave obliged, and <laughs> he, like, broke his knee or badly injured his knee. Craig did. And that's the star of your movie, right? So, I guess I feel comfortable with hand-to-hand. I've, I've, I'm the, the guy that's stupid enough to actually fight and get punched in the face. Right. So I'm comfortable with that. Right. But when you're talking about jumping over cliffs and freaking hang gliding, nope. 
Nope. Yep. Nope. Not exactly. doing any of that stuff. Nope. Exactly. Nope. I'm not that guy. I don't. I don't no. get a thrill from it. Well, uh, I mean, but if we're talking about like a right. hand to hand and grabbing someone and <laughs> snapping their neck, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, all day. I mean, th- yeah, <laughs> this is a really fascinating topic. That I think we did pretty good at listing some uh, <clears throat> uh, successes and not so successes. Finishing out the show, if each of you want to go through what you would recommend people check out right now, as in movies, anything, books, movies, you start, TV. Josh. I start. Okay. Uh, I brushed up on the Orville lately, season two. It's on Hulu. Very good. Oh, that's a good. Episode. Very good. Uh, I'm a Star Trek fan, but I think they're doing they're doing better than actual Star Trek right now. And I'm not, try- I'm not trying to be a hater of that, but um, <clears throat> some of their episodes are just really well done and uh, great visuals for. And their budget's a lot lower than modern Star Trek, and they're just able to ta- tackle a lot of issues with humor too. And um, yeah. I it's really addicting to watch, and I look forward to season three. Uh, if you're if you're a Star Trek fan, check it out. I've liked it from the start. It got, you know, a lot of people don't like Seth MacFarlane too much for various reasons, I guess. Um, but when this show first came out, a lot of people, especially critics, were you know just saying it was terrible and not funny and all that. I gave it a chance. I I've, I've enjoyed it ever since it, it came on. So I don't know what they were smoking. I've actually heard good things about it. It's it's a great show, and I think even to non-sci-fi fans, you're tuned in for the comedy aspects, you know. Uh, and it's got great. It makes me think of Galaxy Quest. Yes, to be honest that's with you. it's more it's Galaxy Quest and TNG merged. I believe. Uh, I I think okay. that's a good way to look at it. Um, that's also something I recommend. Uh, there's a Galaxy Quest documentary on uh, Amazon Prime right now, so check that out. It's really cool behind the scenes of uh, making of that film and how it it was going to be something different even before uh, it came out. So it was going to have a different tone, even different star. So it's very fascinating. Check that out. I get a. I'll suggest. Uh, it came out last year, I believe, though, but. Uh, <laughs> Still a, an excellent show, in my opinion. It's fun. It's fun to watch. It's called Doom Patrol. So you can get yes. it on the uh, DC Comics app application. But basically, it's like X-Men. And actually, Doom Patrol, I think, predates X-Men. So if you look at how the characters are set up, they're, they're kind of reject superheroes, are discriminated against superheroes. And their leader is a person who can't walk <laughs> who lets them live in their his mansion <laughs> um just keep that in mind but uh brandon <laughs> frazier he kills it in the show uh the girl that plays crazy jane excellent actress very good even a kid that plays cyborg nails it everyone is doing great um i forget the uh fourth character's name there's like two others but everyone's is very well done. It's like, it's almost like reality for, it'd be like a more realistic, less, uh, it's just a more realistic approach to maybe like what you would think of like X-Men. It's, uh, it's just a really cool show. I really enjoyed a lot. That would be my suggestion out the gate. Like give Doom Patrol a try. It may even make you want to venture back into the the old original comic book and stuff like that too and i've always been a big fan of dc's villains anyways dc comics villains i always like their villains that's all i have to say i like that if i had to recommend something i would say 
and unfortunately it's not going to be comic book related or anything, but my wife kind of got me wrangled into this, uh, this whole show on Lifetime called uh, Married at First Sight. <laughs> my wife's yeah. actually hooked on that right now. I don't know what it is. Dude, it is crazy. So basically they, they uh, whittle down a whole bunch of single people and then they have uh, meetings with psychologists to figure out what their like personality profile is. And then based on that, um, they basically go in and tell them that they made the series um, and that they're going to be married in like so many days, but they haven't met the person yet. So the first time that they actually meet is when she walks down the altar. And then they have like eight weeks to figure out if they're going to stay married or get a real divorce. And I mean, the marriage is real. Um, and so they kind of follow these people along as far as their trials and tribulations of like Ooh. dating and living together for the first that time. Is- it's brutal. It's crazy. Absolutely hilarious. So my wife's addicted. Someone you've to that. never met before? No, never met. <laughs> it's the... really, it's really good. And roll camera. Really I can never be. I can never be on that. <laughs> I know. Oh, can I throw one more in there? Of course. Everyone knows. Tiger King. Anyway, it's going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The greatest show I've ever seen in my life. I'm sorry. It's the greatest show I've ever seen. Nick, Nick Cage is going to play a Tiger it's, King. Did you I hear that? I thought this was all scripted. I did. Are you, are you for Nick Cage really? playing the Tiger King? Yeah. He's going to be. That's yeah. what they say. I'm shocked. He's going to have two husbands. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, who are those husbands yeah. going to be? <laughs> who, who, can, who can play <laughs> Nick Cage's husbands? That's, that's the question. That should have been the topic. Tom Hardy and <laughs> I'm not gonna Zac get Tom Afron. Hardy. Let's say pay him a lot. Tom Hardy and Zach Efron. Oh, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. I don't think they could they might be able to get Zach. I don't know about uh, Tom. Tom will really study the hell out of him. With the three teeth. I really hope they find some way to enter in the whole conversation about when you go to Sonic, do you order the short hot dog or the long hot dog? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, the. You remember that scene? Yeah. It was like well, makes me not want the hot dog. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, Tiger King. Check that out, everybody, if you haven't. That's uh, yeah, that's fun to watch. I think they need yes. to do a crossover of National Treasure and Tiger King. So if Nick Cage plays. Tiger King in a National Treasure sequel, then then I'm down Ooh, for it. Like he just nice he just lost over. it. He just lost it. He became obsessed with tigers, and there you go. Yeah, Disney would make or that, just wouldn't they? Them all, just had like you know had like a whole gang of tigers with him on his adventures. It's like, man, we can't find that guy. Where is he? Oh, just follow the giant. You know, <laughs> all the tigers. Like he's easy to find. He's they, right there. They probably just have to know. film Nick Cage. Just around town. That that's probably what he does. You know, he's just he's a. I mean, that's what I'm thinking, right? It's yeah. like he can play the Tiger King if we see like the real behind the scenes. Like right. you know, he's doing something crazy in real life that's as oh, crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's that documentary. Well, you know, he was supposed Jeez. to play Superman at one time, right? Yep. He was supposed to play Superman. He was for what? Uh, was that a uh, Tim Burton? Yep. Mm-hmm. Like Tim Burton's uh, Tim Burton Superman movie. That's something oh, I Nicholas I'll Cage recommend too. The, the documentary behind that is awesome. It's the late great John Schnepp. He did that film, and it was uh, I think it was called Superman Lives. What happened? And he you get to see all these drawings, what they were gonna do. It's so fascinating. But yeah, it's a documentary. It's worth. I think I've seen out. bits and pieces of it. 
I'm sorry, I'm remembering things now. Staircase, that's on Netflix. That's really good. If you like murder mystery stuff. My wife and I just finished that. That was really good. Yeah, I think we're late to the game on that. That was like popular two years ago, I think. We we got a lot of catching up to do, let's say. But Yeah, one show that uh, that I have a recommendation, it's, it's pretty wild. And I don't know... Um, how how well it fits in but is is midnight gospel have you guys seen that at all no i've never heard so midnight gospel it's super it's super wild so it's like it's based on a podcast by duncan trussell and essentially it's uh you know and he's on joe rogan quite a bit and it's basically about duncan trussell talking to um people about spirituality and um you know sort of famous sort of like gurus and meditation people sure. meanwhile the whole thing is animated and it's like <laughs> it's also it's it's a story while he's doing this podcast the the story in the show is that he is like a person that is able to travel to different universes. And so he goes to a different universe every time with a different avatar and then like meets some person in that universe and then interviews them. And, um, and, and it's, it's visually one of the strangest like things going on. Like, Interesting. Uh, in one episode, like they all like, I mean, I can't. I can't even really explain it. They all get like chewed up and spit Sounds out. Sounds like quantum leap. About, like, yeah, they're they're like talking about death while like getting like chewed up and spit out by this giant machine, and then they're like all blobs, and it's 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 Whoa. extremely very surreal. Um, it's it's kind of a visual feast. It's a lot of fun. Um, I think it's something that can take to rewatchings, where you know you just kind of you just kind of let it hit you. You just yeah. kind of stare at it. And you pick out pieces of what they're saying. You pick out pieces of what you're seeing. Even in any one scene, there's so much happening visually. It's just a, it's just like a visual feast. Wow. It's fun. Can you That's say cool. the name of it again? What is it called again? Yeah, it's called what Midnight it called Gospel. Midnight Gospel. And uh, what platform would I be able to get that off? Netflix. Oh, okay. There you go. It's all yeah. there on Netflix. Yeah, so it's yeah, really man. it's pretty wild. Like wow. it's, I think it's a lot of fun. I think it's worth just flipping on and kind of being like, "What is going on?" And it's, and it's also like a fun, it's a fun way to be using animation, right? I feel like yeah, really creative with you know um, even storytelling and how to you know what how you know what are the limits of the way that a story can be told. And sometimes I'm watching and I'm like is what's going on visually have anything to do with what they're talking about? Like, and it always kind of does very loosely, like right. a, a, a sort of a visual story and an audio story happening sure. that kind of overlaps. Sometimes. It's cool. It's pretty, it's, it's fun stuff. That's awesome. That's yeah, great. That sounds That's intriguing. Great. It sounds like a mixture of like quantum leap mix, uh, meets Rick and Morty. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love yeah, quantum yeah. leap. Sounds like quantum leap and Rick and Morty. Yeah. That's, that, yeah, it does sound really cool. Man, there's so much. Gosh. Sadly, I still have to, I'm still able to work, so I can't take all this time to watch these shows, and uh, I'll do my best. <laughs> we got nothing but time right now, Josh. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Time, yeah. Yeah. Quarantine, baby. There you go. Binge. That's true. That's true. Yeah. And anything else, uh, guys, to recommend before we go? Uh, his show sounded more. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I know everyone's got some good I'm recommendations. 
I think I'm doing like mindless entertainment. Paul comes in with the really good shit. I know uh, <laughs> we're all blasting off like thousands of programs that we could all watch, and he's like Silent Bob over here with one suggestion. And we're like, crap. Damn, <laughs> that was good. It's all good, like, man. To... Look, there's you know, there's there's various time. You know, I don't. Have you guys seen this Tales from the Loop? This is one we're watching. Oh, I've heard um, about that, but no, I haven't. Mm. Sometimes I like it. Sometimes I don't know. It, it's it's. I'm not. I'm not sure about it. I haven't. I haven't decided. Um, Is it kind of like Black Mirror? It's kind of like Black Mirror, but I just don't think it's done as well, right? Where it's like, I feel very satisfied with Black Mirrors where it's like, this is, this is, you know, you, you took, you took an item and you took it in a, in a better direction. I would almost say it's also, it's more like Twilight Zone, Twilight Zone, but not as well done. Where it's just like, like you start with something cool and then you don't go go anywhere with it and then uh and then, you know and then mm-hmm. my wife gets mad at me because i'm like arguing about the science and i'm like listen man <laughs> i don't need it to be perfect i just want it to be, i want some coherence i want yeah. i want yeah. to suspend my disbelief as much as anybody else but i can't if you're gonna be you know um <laughs> you know having the episode one has this like child lost in the woods and then episode two you don't run into that kid like where did she go like I don't, you know what i mean it's just like these inconsistencies i, I want to ask this I don't, though is that it a- is this a gender thing? Is this common for you guys? Like, is it a gender thing? Because I've noticed that, like, when I'm watching, like, a film or anything with a young lady, it's like, I'm like, that makes no sense. But usually they'll be like, uh... Shut up. So? It's it's still... You know, like... But I'm like, no. Yeah. You can't... You know, one plus one is two, and that made it 46. That's not how it works. Like That's a good question. Yeah, I mean, I, that's not even... Analytical. I think is is a good way. Oh, of extremely, it. yeah, extremely. So when yeah. something like, doesn't make sense or there's a plot hole that's so glaring it's bad, we tend to point it out, and they just tend to overlook. We can't it go past it. Entertainment, yeah, yeah. I, I can't go past it. I'm like, well, no, 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 no. I can't even, I can't even invest in this next scene. Yeah, this doesn't make sense. I'm that guy. <laughs> I'm like. Uh, 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 no no, yeah. no 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 we can't even yeah no help me help Unless me help you, you. i'm not yeah. trying to get in your way yeah I just, i'm seeing a hole here you know call me before you you know you go to print like i just i, I want to help you to fix <laughs> yeah. well, no, i just right. i can't i exactly. can't pretend it's not it's there in context of the right right in context of what we're talking about like if i know it's going to be ridiculous and it's not meant to make sense then i'm good mm-hmm you know, I know that Josh wants to wants to be a reader, uh, but hates reading. But I have I have a good segue. I have a, I have a good answer. Yes, yes. That, like that's kind of the answer. equivalent of what I'm talking about. There's a good um. There's, a, there's an author named Ted Chang, who um writes short stories. Perfect. And I'm telling you, man, this guy's the best. Like he, it's it's shocking. I I think, and I don't know. This is this is a, you know. This is a theory. I, I haven't heard it anywhere else, but I almost think that the that the people from Black Mirror read Ted Chang stories and were like, "Oh, this we could do a show that is this." Right. Like oh. Ted Chang is is a master at these stories. And what I love about it too is that he he does things that like he'll put something out there in terms of sci-fi and he doesn't explain it at all. But what he does is he takes he takes it to a logical conclusion. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that's yeah. all I need. Like I don't I don't need you to explain everything. Like he'll have stuff where it's just like uh, a guy walks into a store. There's a hoop, and if you put your head through the hoop, you are in a 
place 30 years before. And he doesn't explain nice. it. He's just like, right. here's a 30-year hoop. And then he goes through like, this is what would happen if that were true. I don't need it explained. I just need logical coherence. Right. I'm, I'm willing to play, you know, it's sci-fi, right? I get mm-hmm. it's fiction. Yep. So just tell me there's a hoop. And if I go through it, I'm 30 years in the future. Okay, cool. What happens next? And, and, yeah. and have it make sense enough that I can buy it. That's all I want, right? But that's because I think, I, think, I, think I know what you're saying, Paul. You just wanted to like, explain what – explanation, like more details. I, I think that's what you're – Maybe that's just, that's what I'm just set for. the rules from the like, start and not go back into it. Right. Like the Matrix. Yeah, let me help you out. The Matrix, yeah, the first one to me was like perfect, right? And then they get really complex in the, the follow-up ones, in my opinion. But, yeah, I, I kind of – I know what – Yeah, I see that point. To circle back, I know that you were just giving a random thought. You know, you put your head in a hoop and you go back 30 years. Um, and oddly enough, there's a show, I think it's on Amazon, called 112263. And it's written by Stephen King. And the whole thought process is, what would have happened if somebody would have stopped JFK's assassination? Right. And it all mm-hmm. starts out with, and stop me if you've already seen it. I have um, this, this guy goes to this old diner. He's friends with this old guy, and it's about ready to shut down or whatever. And he says he's been going like back in time, um, trying to stop the JFK assassination. He's too old now to do it. And he explains like what life is like now versus '63. He's like explaining food is so much tastier because they use like, you know, like shortening and stuff like that. It's going to be better. Um, life's a little slower. He's going through this like this whole thing to like set you up for like 1963, and then you you see him transport back to 63, and it's just your your mindset's already there, mm. and that's why it's so good. Is that he set up this perfect landscape before you even got there? Interesting. Right. That's that's good good writing. Writing. It's like that just sounds like good writing. It's like all in the setup. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Well, that's the problem yeah. with modern writing. I think is there's expectations when they start setting things up, but they don't have the end result or they have the desire to explain everything and it's never satisfying. To I think it's lazy writing, but I don't think yeah. it's necessarily... Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say lazy. I'm going to say it's rushed. Yeah. So I, right. I wonder there's if there's deadlines, deadlines sure. that yep. people had to meet. Absolutely. Yep. And the shows yeah. that actually are successful are, are even just the stories that are actually successful. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that someone already invested a deep a decent amount of time into and they already had that vision. So it might've been something that was notice like Harry Potter or even like these, you know, Lord of the Rings, obviously that's older, but these kind of stories where the person already put in all the work years prior to Mm -hmm. where someone trying to make something on the fly. I noticed that like, maybe you go to the, you go through the, you know, industry. Yeah. Like the industry and they're just like, Hey, all right, let's crank them out. Let's yep. make some more money. Yep. Right. You know, I get that. It's a business. I get that part. But me, like, writing a story myself right now and trying to figure it out, like, I want to go into so much detail that, like, in my mind, I'm like, if someone was to make this into, like, mm-hmm. a film, they have all the information they need on this character, on this setting, on this, right. you know, environment. And I'm noticing when I look at other works where – I'm not satisfied. I'm just like, well, I don't. I want to learn more about that person. What's that movie that came out uh, a year or two ago with Sandra Bullock and it's um, Bird Box? A bird, oh, yeah. what? Bird Box, yeah. That was Is that Netflix. the one where where you can't look outside or you can't yeah. go outside? Yeah, 
Yep. Okay, Bird Box, Bird Box. Yeah. That movie should have not been a movie, in my opinion. I don't I think it originally was. It, it should have been a series. series. Yeah. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. there's just this these time... It's actually done... I gave it, like, a C plus B minus. It's good, but I'm like, I want to know more about how they got to this. Mm-hmm. How did they get from here to there? Let me know more about her. Let me know more about... Mm-hmm. I mean, because I don't want to give it away to people who might be listening and haven't seen it yet, but... It's so much they could have stretched that and made it like a three, you know, mm, yeah, yeah. like multi-series type thing. Right. And I'm saying just from the beginning, just even just them being in the house alone, mm. those different characters in the house, and then the people that are immune to certain things. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah. I'm not trying to give it away. Right. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, that can be stretched, and that's, to me, good writing, but I wonder if it's got to do something more with you want this high high class because they had John Malkovich in there too. These two high level actors and they are, they'll do a one-off, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And she's not going to, she not, may not want to invest in a series or something. That's the only thing that makes sense to me. Some movies are just have bad writing, but then they interject like a really good actor Mm -hmm. and it makes the movie somewhat decent. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's been done. Yeah. Ray, Mm -hmm. Ray comes to mind. I think Jamie Foxx is better than the movie. No, yeah, I guess I could see that. I need to go back. I've only seen that movie once, yeah. and I remember the movie doesn't do that. much for me. It just tells a story, but yeah, Jamie Foxx's uh, depiction of Ray Charles, he nails it. Right, he is Ray Charles. Yeah, it's uh, crazy. Yeah, yeah he's true. he's nailing it. He's better than the movie, in my opinion. He's way I, better. Yeah, because if you take if you take away the performance, yeah, I don't know if it really stands on its own. I don't. It goes straight to DVD. <laughs> probably <laughs> you know speaking of uh really good actors there's two movies that come to mind that really have evoked uh, a series of emotions for me um and they and oddly enough they're both by the same actor will smith um seven pounds and the pursuit of happiness mm. um those i've not seen heavy, seven pounds heavy freaking movies and seven pounds is just crazy because you kind of go through the life uh, little flashbacks of Will Smith, and then the mm-hmm. end, you just don't see it coming. Mm-hmm. It's it's just yeah. It is one of probably the better movies I've seen in a while, and it just your mouth is just kind of agape when you're watching the end. Right. Yep. Yep. And his performance is captivating. Yeah, he, he sells the film on his performance basically, like a lot of yeah people like, do. Like take it out. Is, yeah. Like seven pounds of flesh is what it's, it's like. That kind of that mm, phrase yeah. is kind of about, and that's what the whole movie cycles around. You kind of find out why he's doing what he's doing, but it's just like the whole buildup is crazy, and it doesn't. It isn't like a real slow story. Mm. It it does it does go, but it's just once it's all said and done, it's just like Jesus, you yeah, know? Right? Oh my yeah. Gosh. I mean, I I had to check it out. Someone has told me a little bit about it before, and I heard good things. I just haven't. This is one of those that slipped through the cracks that I just didn't ever get around to. Absolutely. But yeah, I, I definitely want to try it. I'd check it out. Yeah. I think that about does it for this episode. I know we all have our uh, lives to get back to and stuff. And I really appreciate everyone, everyone's time this morning. And uh, yeah, thanks. Huge thanks to Paul. Sorry yeah. it took longer than uh, we uh, thanks, planned Paul. for. But thanks, hopefully your family will no, forgive man, me. No, it's my pleasure. <laughs> this was really fun. It was and- my pleasure. No, it was a lot of fun. With that said, we will be back. I'm Josh. 
I'm Mitch. I'm Juan. And I'm Paul. Take care. Bye, everybody. Later. Later.